Attention, if you're attempting to lose weight, please stay tuned for an important opportunity. In a six-month clinical study, participants lost an average of 30 pounds without changing their eating habits or routine. Now, Sensa is conducting a market trial in this listening area. If you're trying to lose weight, you are eligible to try Sensa free for 30 days. Call 1-800-714-9593 now to request your free trial. Participation in this free trial does not require any dieting, pills, or change in lifestyle. In fact, we only ask that you continue eating the foods you love. Just use clinically proven Sensa, the same weight loss breakthrough you've seen on Extra, Dateline NBC, and America's Newsroom. Your satisfaction is guaranteed. If you want to lose weight, you are eligible to participate in this market trial. For your 30-day free trial, you must call this number now. 1-800-714-9593. That's 1-800-714-9593. 1-800-714-9593. Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to The Unexplained with Time Traveler and Mark Rand. And Mark Rand will be um, joining me very soon, but uh, I... Tonight, I just want to introduce our topic for today, and that is Tupac and his the mystery surrounding his um, untimely parent demise. Um, but uh, there are, you know, just a number of facts surrounding the uh, death of Tupac um, that, you know, just are worthy of discussion and maybe, in fact, um, can lead us into, you know, the belief that he, he's living on somewhere um, uh, without, you know, without being seen or being detected. Um, we know for a fact that right before he was, um, you know, apparently killed, he was due back in court uh, to face a pretty uh, serious rape charge uh, based upon some stuff that happened in an hotel room um, that, with, with some of his crew and, uh, and an unfortunate woman who claims to have been raped there. Um, uh, so, apparently, I mean, just a little bit of the background. Um, his life supposedly ended on September of 1996, a gangster who died a gangster's death, death the victim of a drive-by sh- shooting. Um, and I just want to see if uh, Mark Wren, here he is. Mark Wren, what's up? Hey, Logan. How you doing, man? Finally starting on time this time. So, uh, what's, uh, what's, how, how's, how are you? Uh, not too bad, but yourself. Good, man. So, you've, you've, you've looked a little bit into this topic, and um, I was just giving some background here very quickly. Um you know, ever since he did die, uh, because of different things that have sort of come out, um, many fans and friends of the rapper have kept the rumors alive that the star might not have died. Um, the first album after Tupac's death was released in November of 1996 called Machiavelli Don Killuminati, The Seven Days Theory. Um, and, you know, the, titer, the title was pretty... Um, I mean, the people who knew Tupac thought the title was telling. Um, the first title uh, refers to uh, Machiavelli, the Niccolo Machiavelli, an old Italian philosopher, 
who actually um, suggested faking one's death as a means to foil one's enemies. Um, and his two famous, most famous books were Discorsi Dopra la Prima Deca di Tito, uh, Livio, The Life with Tito, and Il Principe, and were both written well after um, his death. So, um, they were written well after his death. Well, I'm just reading this from a, a, a site here, but I, I, I don't know about that, if that's true, that this Machiavelli's books were written after Machiavelli's death, but the well, point they could, is, pub- they could have been published. They could have been published or released after he after he died. So I guess that works that way. Oh, okay, all right, that's probably what it was. Um, they said they were written after his death, which is weird. Um, but anyway, um, there was there was um, also a um, a. Um, so, so basically, a lot of the stuff in the um, the, the album itself, um, he has stuff. He has statements in there saying like, "People think I'm going back to jail," like uh, they're really on that dope, you know, and just saying stuff like, um, you know, to live and die in L.A. is like a big is a song on that album that basically talks about how he is going to live and die in L.A. And and uh, and fuck you know like what everyone told you, and then he also has like stuff you know in his um, albums that are like you heard a rumor I died murdered in cold blood traumatized pictures of me in my final state you know mama cried but that was fiction some cowards got the story twisted like I was no longer existing mysteriously missing, and so it's just like, and then he goes on to say like I'm still riding I'm fine so. And then just the amount of songs that he came out with that, you know, were released after his death. It's just like, it seems unlikely that he had the time, given his busy schedule. And I'm a rapper, and I write songs, and I cannot write songs that fast. Like, the guy was just, I mean, he was going crazy if he was writing that many songs in, like, that short of time. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think that, so there's I think a lot of stuff. I think that's what, yeah, I think that there, there, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie, I'm not, you know, I'm not a massive fan of the the kind of the, the rap scene. I don't really follow any of the artists as such. Um, I've briefly looked into um, this whole um, Tupac and um, uh, Notorious B.I.G. and uh, the whole East Coast West Coast feud from from uh, from from the 90s and such. And um, yeah, the the, th- the thing that people seem to pick up on is the fact that there's been just a lot of material released after his death, which isn't that obviously isn't that common after you know famous uh, singers and uh, and artists pass away. You, you get kind of rehashed, you know, greatest hits compilations and uh, best of compilations, but you don't really get new new products as, as such. I mean, even if you look at massive stars like uh, you know Frank Sinatra or Elvis Presley or or John Lennon, that you know that are obviously that are, are bigger in their ways than. Than Tupac Shakur, um, there's not been a whole lot of, you know, what they call new material or, or unreleased, unheard of songs, you know, in the years since their passing. So that that seems to be the the main thing that people pick up on regarding the Tupac thing is that it's just the sheer amount of new albums and and, and new material that have been released since his passing. You know, surely this can, all this amount of uh, material can have just 
laid in in a in a recording studio or or, or a vault somewhere. You know, is he is he still around and is he still recording and is it being you know is it being produced you know that way? Yeah, and uh, we have another caller on the line, uh, a, par- a cool. guy saying claiming to be Paradol of all people, but uh, we'll get to him in a second. But I just want to mention that if you look at the albums that have been released since Tupac's death from living rappers, uh, Dr. Dre, um, and other just musicians in general, Smashing Pumpkins, Pearl Jam, Eminem, none have outpaced the the number of albums that were actually put out after Tupac, uh, by Tupac after his death. So you can imagine, a dead man has been more prolific than some of the top recording stars in you know our industry in the in the music industry so that that in itself is very uh, telling um and you know it would make sense for him and we'll talk about this as soon as we go to this after we go to this call it would make sense for him to fake his death given what he was um facing are you there mark red yeah, yeah. I think we might have, okay i just want to make sure you're on the line okay i am paradox who is this are you going to speak, or are you just listening? Oh, I understand. So he's just silent. Okay, so... Um, I don't hear you. If you're trying to talk, um, you know, you, you're going to have to... I'm going to put you back on hold, though, just because... Uh, Maybe it's one of our brothers from the board. Maybe it's a cheekbone, or Big Brink, or Neville, or... Well, I'll just leave the mic open in case, in case he wants to fart on air, or whatever. But anyway, so... Um, oh, he just hung up. What a coward. Uh, I think it was uh, it's got to be Hitman because he's been talking about Paradol who uh, apparently there's this guy on our wrestling board who he left one post I think either he started a thread or he he left one post and then he left the board and never was seen again so apparently um, he's very uh, um, Hitman thinks that you know something Something mysterious going on there. I think it's a guy who saw a bunch of trolls and decided that it wasn't really for him. Um, what, do you, what do you think, Mark? Right? Let's let's just get this paradox thing out of the way. So, yeah, to be honest, I, I, whoever seems seems to be commenting on, on this um, on this topic on on the board seems to have a lot of interest and a lot of questions about it, and it's things that I'm not really. Um, I'm not really familiar with it as, as such. I've not really heard people talk, talk about what, what was it meant. What is it actually meant to be? Some uh, was it some kind of drug or something? Or I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. What, what, what's the whole? How do I'm trying research it's it a, on the? It's a guy by went by the name of Paradol who went on the board. He 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 left one post and then he disappeared. Uh, I like that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you actually type in the the the, the word paradox in a search engine, it comes out that it's just some some kind of drug. So. Uh, oh, okay, so maybe that's somebody took up the name of a drug. Um, it's enough of this topic. I, you know, we've entertained it far too long anyway. But the point is, is that. Uh, it could it could very well be a hoax too perpetrated by the person touting it. So I you know, I wouldn't put it past the guy. But anyway, speaking of uh so let's let's just talk about this Tupac thing because that's the topic that we're dealing with here and uh I just wanna say Tupac 
the time that he was, the things that he was facing at the time, he had people that wanted to kill him from because he was quite a loose cannon, and he had made a lot of enemies. And so he probably was not, if he had stayed in the public eye, he would have either been assassinated by, you know, forces in the police force, or probably uh, some rival, you know, rappers or, you know, gang members. And so he, I think, cooked up a plan to to fake his death. Now, the way that uh, people have shown, like, for example, his autopsy picture has been all over the net, and it's basically like a picture of him lying on a table with, with his, uh, body, you know, his body cut open. And people have shown that the positioning of his body is identical to a, a shot from one of his videos. So if you can actually line them up, where he's lying down on the bed or something like that, and uh, and and then th- they basically used that and took that picture of Tupac and then put it on an autopsy table and made it look like he was on an autopsy table. Um, another oh, Paradol is calling back again, but I he doesn't. I'm not going to uh, bring him on unless he raises his hand. But anyway, so... Huh. Um, uh, and so so that's one thing. And then also just like um, his... Uh, the, the, there was not really an autopsy performed on him. In fact, right after he was uh, declared dead... First of all, when he, when he first got shot, there was... Everybody was saying, oh, this, he's... He's going to be fine. He just got, you know, luckily he didn't get killed. He was actually alive for about a week um, in the hospital, and everybody kept saying he was doing fine. And then all of a sudden, one like after about seven days, he's in the hospital, and they declare that he died. And um, and and it's interesting because the Machiavelli is called the Seven Day Theory. Uh, that's the second title of the album, the album that came out after his death. So that's sort of a clue, you know, seven days after he got shot, he mysteriously died. And they call it the seven-day theory, because it's like the theory is that he died, but, I mean, really, it's just, like, kind of unlikely that somebody who had a good prognosis was just, you know, automatically, you know, dead. And now, I, I was mentioning this at the beginning of the show, uh... He was facing a rape charge that he was probably going to be convicted of and have to do at least three years, if not longer, you know, because rape even carries a maximum sentence of, like, you know, 15 years. Yeah. Uh, and he was looking at maybe doing three because it really wasn't his fault. Like, the girl was kind of there under with him, but it was, like, his homies that, like, raped her or whatever, but he was going to get charged for it because... They were kind of like his, you know, in his room, and it was his hotel room or something like that. Yeah, sure, yeah. So he was facing time, you know, and it was like they were going to throw the book at this guy because they were going to make an example of this rapper, you know, that he was, you know, had all kinds of profanity in his lyrics. They, they, you know, nobody, the cops didn't like this guy. So they were probably trying to kill him uh, anyway. And so he may have seen this and just been like, you know what? He may have really did got shot in that incident in Las Vegas, but at that point, I think he said to himself, "I got to get out of this game," and uh, and 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 then you know it, it would be more lucrative 
to make money on the underground. And in fact, in one of his uh, his songs, he says, fuck selling shit to white folks, I just ship it to the drug dealers. And that's who was selling his stuff on the street. Like, you know, more than the... It's funny because not only did he release, like, so many albums into the actual mainstream on, you know, normal channels, he yeah. released a, a shitload underground as well. Oh, so he had about... And... Mixtapes, tons of them, where he references timelines, you know, and people that weren't even in the scene. Like, he has a diss of uh, of, of Irv Gotti. Of, uh, Irv Gotti is uh, the, the, the Ja Rule, um, the guy who does, like, Ja Rule stuff. Um, you know, Ja Rule wasn't even around when Tupac was around. Um, a lot of people got, you know, on Ja Rule for pretending that he was Tupac, but then there's like photos of Tupac where he's wearing Nikes that are clearly the later, you know, a version that didn't come out until he was uh, <clears throat> uh, supposedly dead. And and then, you know, it, all through the 90s, because this guy, you remember, he died in 96. So all through the 90s, it was like one album after another after another. Now, you didn't see that from Biggie. You didn't see that from any other rapper that supposedly died, you know, and so just stuff like that, it's just really, uh, really weird. Yeah, there, there certain, certainly are a lot of, um, you know, when you, when you present kind of the the, the evidence and, and details and, and questions about this, that there does seem to be more than meets the eye, and, and uh, apparently, hasn't he predicted uh, when he will actually return, when he will actually make a comeback? Now, did you find that in your research? Because um, I've heard, like, different stories about that. And, I, I mean, apparently he was supposed to come back, uh, oh, gee, like, I heard he was going to come back in, like, 2003 or something because it was, like, they thought it was a seven-year theory. Or 2012. I mean, 2002, mm -hmm. sorry. Uh, he was supposed yeah. to come back because it was, like, the last thing seven I've heard years. Is, yeah, the last thing I've heard is, uh, is uh, 2014, so... Um, okay. Uh, I'm not sure what what the significance of that is, but that's that's what a few people have put in our in our thread on the board that um, 2014 is a, a likely return. But I, I think if you if we kind of uh, go into if obviously he, he has hoaxed his death, you know he's almost not the first celebrity where there's been rumours about about that as such. I mean, I mean God knows how many thousands of Elvis sightings have there been over the years? You know, did Elvis fake his death? And and um, the guy um, Andy Kaufman, uh, the comedian, there's a uh, there's people that believe that he uh, he faked his death as well. There's oh yeah, well there's yeah, I mean uh, there's like uh, you know Jim Morrison. They think that yeah, Jim Morrison, that's another one. Yeah, 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 Jim Morrison. Yeah, and these aren't just you know fantasy National Enquirer headlines, there seems to be a, you know, not not evidence as, as such, but, you know, a lot of lot of hearsay and, and speculation and people piecing piecing together things that, that say, you know, well, how is this happening when, you know, if, if this person, such and such person, you know, was here and, you know, in, in this day and age where if you've got a lot of money and the world's a big place, in theory, in, you know, in theory, you, you could you could pull it off. Yeah, 
Um, and yeah, and, and it's just there's just too many weird uh, stuff here. Um, and I, I feel like, you know, the thing is, is that I think it's unlikely that he will ever come back um, because it is a crime to fake your own death. And so he would be not only charged with that crime, but also then charged with the crime that he evaded by faking his own death. Um, yeah, that is, yeah, that, you're right there. Yeah, that's that's the that's, that's the thing why there's never really been a case where someone, you know, that's been so famous has literally come back and just popped out on the news and said, oh, oh you know, hi, hi, I'm back, you know, because all, all of a sudden the, the, you got all these legal implications. There would have been, you know, of money paid out on on you know life insurance type things, and you know you got the whole legal implications of it, and obviously it is a it is a crime as well, so that's why nothing like this has ever happened. But how 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 cool would it be if you know all of a sudden someone as famous as Tupac, um, you, you know, uh, had actually done that, and it, you know it it got revealed that you know he'd faked his own death and that he was alive and well. He'd been, he'd been living out in the uh, you know he'd been living out in the Amazon for the last fifteen years or so. Well, yeah, and what's even um, you know, I've heard different things about his tattoos. Apparently, all those tattoos that he had, he got within the span of, like, two-week period. And it was like, most, a lot of people are saying that those tattoos were just henna. You know, they weren't actually permanent tattoos, and they were just like a means of throwing people off so that, you know, now when we walk around without them, they don't think it's him, you know? Um there's also there's also just like the um, I mean mainly you're right I mean it is the music the just the amount of music that has come out and uh, and then the references I mean apparently in some of the songs he has referenced the the World Trade Center uh, he has referenced things happening that you know he could not have witnessed um, so and you know. Well, the World Trade Center. He could have been. He could have been referring to the to the 1993, you know, the attempted bombing. He could have been referring to that rather than 2001. So, yeah. But uh, but in general, the 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 thing about it is, is that he's the theory is that he is probably in Cuba, uh, where you know most Americans don't venture and. Uh, he could probably be living a pretty decent life, growing, you know, grow some dreads, and kind of blend in as like, oh, look at that guy who looks like Tupac, you know. I mean, um, and you can you can understand it, like from point of view of somebody who's in the public eye and just getting hounded, and you know, just getting to the point where it's like, look, you know, this this situation is going to eat me alive if I don't drop out, drop out, and do something different. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, so. it, like I said before, it would it would be amazing if something like this happened. Uh, I don't know whether you're aware of it. There was a, a film made in, in in the in the 80s, uh, and the movie Eddie was called Eddie and the Cruisers. Eddie and the Cruisers, yeah. Yeah, that was a great movie. And I mean, I it was, yeah, and he he did the same thing. He you know he disappeared for 20 years and and and, and returned, and you know that was a very very clever movie and kind of with the kind of rock and roll. Uh, it was a cult classic. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And, uh, it was good, good and what a kayfabe. I mean, 
what, what it, it would be the work of the century, right? I mean, if you would talk about it in uh, pro wrestling terms, like to have somebody, you know, come back from the dead like that, I mean, it just would be so huge. Oh, it would be. It, it, yeah, you know, someone of, of Tupac's, you know, fame, uh, fame level, it would be front page news, you know, worldwide, if it, if it did happen. But uh, people, maybe people who just grasp, you know, they, he was a popular artist at the time, and you know he's one of those kind of '90s icons, along with you know Kurt Cobain, and people just, you know, they were kind of, you know, they they were here as a as a bolt of lightning, they were both popular, and you know, in the blink of an eye, while they rose to the the success that he did, you know, they they were gone just as quick. Um, yeah. Obviously, in, in, obviously, in recent days, you know, over here we've had the passing of uh, of Amy Winehouse. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that's. Um, I mean, she was a she was a big star over here, and you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure she was she was known in the states as well. And uh, we're getting kind of, uh, you know, we're getting wall to wall coverage of um, of her passing on the on the networks over here, and that's that's a big deal at the moment. Yeah, and, you know, uh, this kind of ties into the Illuminati discussion. Um, you know, a lot of people think that when you get to a certain echelon, you either become kind of co-opted by the Illuminati or you, um, or they eliminate you. Um, and it's interesting because Tupac's uh, last album, or, the you know, the album that he apparently published you know, right after you died, uh, Machiavelli, Don Kilmanati, basically refers to his notion that he was approached by the Illuminati and he rejected their bid to be one of them. And he said, no, fuck you, I'm going up, I'm going to go to war with you. And um, and I think that at one point the Illuminati even told him, it's like, you don't want to... Um, you know, you don't have enough money to go to war with us. And his his whole thing was like, well, what I can do is I can go underground, I can sell my fucking albums, I can make tons of money just like underground selling, and then I can go to war with you underground. Now, you have to understand, Tupac Shakur is from the... His bloodline is from the Black Panthers. His mother was a major underling of... Um, uh, Malcolm X, yeah, and he was not, and so they're, you know, they have long. This is a group that has long been at war with the establishment white, you know, ruling class. Sure, yeah, and, and you can imagine a guy like him with a big brash sort of like bravado, really deciding like openly that he was going to just really challenge these people, and he did. I mean, he put it, you know, in, in his. In his stuff, like he's very confrontational, you know, uh, about living in a white man's world and 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 just dealing with all this killing, uh, black on black crime that is basically engineered by, you know, the the Illuminati who have you know who always wanted to suppress the minorities and 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 just keep them ghettoized and keep them killing each other, you know. Yeah, and he well, talking. He Talking about the Illuminati, this is something that you 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 possibly know. There, there's uh, a lot of uh, a lot of comment um, uh, around the kind of 
rap world uh, and also on the internet that um that uh Jay Z is um sold out to the uh, Illuminati. Yes, and and, yeah. and and Tupac was very critical of Jay Z, and yeah. he called it. You know, he basically see one of the things that uh, Tupac has a thread that you kind of see through a lot of his uh, stuff is that the ones who did sell out, and he he mentions them by name. He he says Nas, he mentions Nas, he mentions Puffy, he mentions um, Puffy by P Diddy, uh, he mentions. Um, uh, Daisy, um, and, and just like a bunch of other people, and he's and, oh, and Dr. Dre, and he basically says they're all like gay, you know. Like he was, he's, he thinks that one of the ways that the Illuminati kind of like control you is by you know basically tempting your gay side and like getting you to indulge in it if you are a little bit gay, and then blackmailing you with you know getting that information out there, you know what I'm saying? And so, like... Yeah, yeah. You, you've heard it about, like, John Travolta. You've heard it about... You know, Tom other, Cruise. Yeah. Tom Cruise, right. Like, these are all people who are, like, desperate to hide the fact that maybe they might be bisexual or something like that. And, and you can imagine in the rap world where that can be a major problem, you know? So they can, like, lift you up. They can put you in, under temptation and, and, you know, see how you fare. And if you... And if you don't fare well, you know, if you fight, for example, then you're under their control and they can control you, you know. Yeah, the, the Jay-Z so. stuff, is, the Jay-Z, you know, items have, have only been, you know, pointed out to me recently and uh, I got directed to a to a thread and um, it's very interesting. He's a lot of uh, a lot of his clothes, uh, he's got a clothes label called, uh, was it Rockaware? A lot of... Um, uh, the, the clothing is um, a lot of uh, Illuminati imagery, including the um, the uh, the all seeing eye and the uh, the pyramid, and obviously his record label is uh, Rockefeller, which is um, which you could yeah, link one to of, one of the families. One of the families, yeah, the Rockefeller family, one of the most powerful families uh, on on the planet. Um, very interesting, from what I've seen, um, and the fact that he's referenced it in in, in lyrics and. Uh, Album covers and the symbolism is um, very prevalent in uh, in Jay Z's work from what I've seen and uh, that might need a bit more uh, investigation. That he uh, he might be uh, yeah, he might, might be in on the gig. We might have to do a whole show on that um, and uh, you know just on on who might be working you know who's clearly working for the Illuminati and I think it's safe to say I mean most 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 uh, people who believe in the Illuminati think that if you are in a prominent position, you inevitably get approached and talked to. And it's like you're, it's how you react to that talking to that determines whether or not you get killed or not. And I mean, I think we're talking about people like Kennedy, um, and, and and maybe you know even people like Jimi Hendrix and John Morrison. Uh, Jim, not John Morrison. Jim Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll leave Molina to uh, John Morrison, but uh, but I'm just saying, like in general, like there seems to be like this moment, and it recently came up on MSNBC. Uh, I don't know if there was a host on there by the name of Sent Euchre. He was like kind of an Indian fellow who who they put up there uh, after they got rid of Keith Olbermann. They they kind of 
put him in one of the slots, and he was he's from the Young Turks, which was you know it's like an internet um, uh, news uh, liberal group, and they put him on MSNBC, and they had him on there, and he got really good ratings, and he was doing really well, and they just they took him aside and they said, hey, look, man, like. And he went public with it. They said, uh, well, you know, you're, you have to tone it down a little bit because now you're part of the establishment. And he was just like, what the fuck? He, he thought it was like the weirdest conversation he ever had, and he ended up quitting. This is just recently. I mean, it just shows you that, like, it's, it, this stuff is not, like, a big conspiracy. It's just, like, people recognize when they're part of an establishment and when they're on the outside. And once they're on the inside, it's like, are you going to play ball or not? Yeah. You know, and it and it's like once you get to a certain height of fame, the question becomes like, are you going to play ball, or are you not? And the ones who don't play ball, they get eliminated. You know, and uh, or they get like sent into maybe you know they they become made drug addicts. You know, they like for example, like maybe people like um, these artists that you know that you see like overdose and stuff like that. It's like Maybe that's they're being drugged, you know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, the, the, the whole you know the whole term conspiracy has just been misused in this day and age. I mean, if you look at the if you look at you know the di- dictionary definition of conspiracy, it's just it's two or more people you know collaborating together to to carry out an illegal act. I mean, all you need in a conspiracy is is just two people. You don't need doesn't need to be dozens. Doesn't need to be hundreds. You know, a conspiracy just—it just needs two people. It just needs a couple of people just to agree to to do an illegal act, you know, ahead of time. And it's just been now you have this so and so is a conspiracy theorist, a conspiracy theorist. You don't have to have you don't have to have five hundred people in on the thing for it to be, you know, a, a conspiracy. This. I mean, we, we've we've mentioned before about the the Strauss Kahn thing. That seems to be. Um, uh, that seems to be going down a little bit now. I wonder what. I wonder whether there's a. I've not really examined it much on the internet, to be honest. But obviously, the, the tragedy that happened in uh, in Norway over the uh, over the past few days. Um, yeah. I wouldn't mind betting there'd be. Wouldn't mind betting there'd be more to that than uh, the meets the eye as well. Well, they they've often. I mean, a lot of theorists that talk about some of the tactics of the Illuminati talk about how. A lot of these mass killings are are their work. Um, it's 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 basically they they get control of a person and they're able to turn them loose in this fashion. And and what it does, it serves their purposes because it allows them to tighten security and loosen, you know, take away rights basically in the name of security. You know, all these attacks like 9/11 and and these massacres that happen on college campuses here and of course, in Norway, 93 people just killed in one day on a fucking, just a guy just going crazy. And and this is all just to make people feel more, in, you know, happy and secure about the police state, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who knows Who knows whether it would come out that, you know, the, 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 the main thing with this Norway thing is that, you know, the guy is, the guy is still alive, so, you know, that, that there are... You know, it's not a it's not kind of an open shut thing like you know the the guy did all this work himself and then blew his own brains out. The fact is they've got him alive, so uh, whatever they can get out of him uh, in that way. Uh, but who knows? It may, it may well turn out that he's 
what's described as a Manchurian candidate, where it's just you know the he, he's been he's been dealt with by a. Uh, the military or the government in, in, in some way or another and he's carried out this um this uh this operation at the drop of a hat and he's some kind of some kind of neo Nazi fanatic. Um it's gonna be interesting what comes out if they actually do um you know, stuff tends to leak out of um of what's what's going on in this thing or whether I think at the moment they're trying to they're trying to say that he's uh you know, that he did it all by himself but then there's there's things just starting to leak out that you know he he had affiliation with various groups uh, around Europe. So be interesting to see. What well, yeah, comes he, out he was a neo-Nazi. He was uh, a white supremacist type. But 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 I mean that's usually like the ones that they find at least. In, I mean they also find fanatic Muslims to do their bidding. Um, you know anybody who's a fanatic and and who's willing to kill, they'll they can easily manipulate into doing some pretty. Uh, huge atrocities, um, and that's and 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 you know, you see. Also, I don't know if this is happening in London. I mean, in um, in Britain, but like here in the United States, like there's a concerted effort to to break down education, basically to make it less and less easy for people to get a good education from the state. Like, if you don't have money, if you don't have you know influence. And, and, and ability to pay for a good private school, basically, you're going to be an idiot, and that's what they way, the way they want you because it's easier to control you, it's easier to tell you lies, it's easier to you know just to govern over a bunch of idiots than it is. Uh, yeah, it's the know, dumbing down of the population. It's the general dumbing down of of get things down to the lowest common denominator. You know, with with. You know, with, with everything, with your with your, with your news coverage, your media, your, your, your television shows. Yeah, everything is just just at you know trying to get you right. But the whole point is just to make a bunch of idiots just believe anything, and exactly. that way you can just tell them anything, and 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 you can, you can manipulate them, and and you can oppress them, and they won't even know they're being oppressed. In fact, they'll be like, "Thank you for it," you know. And so, uh, I think like. When democratic societies got set up and they started giving free public education to everybody, it caused a lot of problems, like especially in the 60s and, and, and um, you know, even up, all the way up until the 80s. There was a lot of uh, intellectuals on the left that were just just basically defeating the argument that mo many right-wing politicians and, you know, the money class were making in terms of, like, how the policies they were just refuting it very easily that, you know, for example, the idea that, you know, the rich should never pay any taxes because they make all the jobs. It's like that is just the biggest myth that has ever been perpetrated. And obviously it's, you know, they, now they don't pay any. And then we pay all, you know, the working class pays all the taxes that they, they just, like, do whatever they want. They have impunity, you know. Exactly. So, I mean, what, it, it's weird because, like, in the upper echelon, it's like, yes, they have impunity, but they also are all, like, controlled in a very, very intense way because, like I said, they, they'll kill. I mean, they solve their issues by killing even their own people, you know. So it's very easy once you get up there to get whacked, you know. <laughs> but, like, yeah. it's it's like selling your soul to the devil. Like, you're never going to feel totally at ease. 
and that's what happens when uh, you get you get to that level. Now we're you know this is we we continue to go back to this Illuminati thing because it's like it just ties into pretty much everything that we're going to be talking about, but we don't necessarily need to go there. Um, but it's just weird how you can kind of twist basically any topic into a statement about the Illuminati. Um, I've even heard, you know, the, you know how you, there's all these evidence of um, craft landings, you know, like these crop circles that appear uh, that, you know, apparently a big ship landed, you know, and that created a big imprint and that's... But, you know, you could even see that there might be some effort to create those things just to stir the, the fears, you know, of of people, you know. Like, it might be that, like, everything is a hoax. Like, Bigfoot and 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 all these different little things that we, talk, we might talk about on this show could just be, like, something put there by you know, forces that just want to distract and have us uh, talk amongst ourselves about nonsense, you know. I mean, it's just exactly. a possibility. <laughs> exactly. Including including the, you know, the Tupac thing. I mean, this could be just all set up to, you know, maybe they, uh, maybe they have him in a dungeon, you know. I mean, and he's just making music for them, you know. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I mean, there's just so many different ways you could think about it. But, um, but there's been a lot of, you know, and we, we have, we're we starting to launch this new show. It's going to be, you know, and I'm, I actually did it on my political uh, site, but I'm going to move it over as soon as I can. I just didn't have time to set up the new blog talk site, but pretty soon we'll have our own blog talk thing, and I'm going to replay this thing on there. So this will be our first episode. And uh, cool. we're going we're to we're gonna go through all the topics that, you know, People have been talking about on coast to coast, and uh, I think I think uh, I mean, do you have any any thoughts about how you what, what you want to do with the next show? Well, we can we can certainly take uh, suggestions from the uh, from the people on the board, or if people want to send us messages through um, through blog talk. But there's there's a whole you know, there's a whole cavalcade of topics that we can get get into from you know from the from you know, from Vietnam to you know to uh, Nixon and Hoffer and JFK and aliens and the Loch Ness monster and Bigfoot. I mean, we've covered covered some of those, touched on some of those subjects already. Um, you know, we can we can talk about things that happen in the in the movies as well. There's, there's a whole whole bunch of things, and you know, we're open to suggestions. Right, we're open to suggestions, and we're going to start up a Facebook page. So look for it. It's going to be called uh, a fan page, and it'll be called the Unexplained. And uh, so you can probably, you know, if you want to just give your suggestions there, if you have something that you want discussed, um, I, you know, I, I, I kind of like, you know, I want to get, a, you know, I want to get a good background on some of these things. Like for example, the Kennedy assassination. Um, there's been a lot of new research on that. Uh, it's not just like the old like Oliver Stone movie. Like since then, people have really come to figure out what went on there, and uh, it's it's a pretty fascinating tale. It's not as uh, it's not as like ridiculous as it sounds, and 
in some cases, uh, it may be that they were trying to avert World War III. This is what somebody has postulated, that that the United States covered up the, the killing of Kennedy because it looked like it was done by Castro, it looked, and, and who was a proxy for the uh, Soviets at the time. And if it had gotten out, for example, that the Soviets might have been behind the assassination of, and and, and they actually didn't, and they weren't behind. It was actually the mafia that sort of co-opted some Cuban officials and 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 even or, or basically they co-opted a plan that was meant a, a plot that was meant to kill Castro, and they used it to kill Kennedy. But it was more just like a mafia-run effort. But there's all these different theories. But the point yeah, is, yeah, there's so there's so many so many theories. I mean, you, you you may have seen me posting things on the board. I mean, I, I've I've been to the JFK case. I've been kind of following it for probably over 20 years. I've even even made a kind of a pilgrimage, if you like, to uh, to uh, Dealey Plaza in uh, in Dallas and uh, and been been in Dallas for two or three days and attended some conferences. And I've met a lot of people and I've watched DVDs. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.